Michelle Constant on SAFM. Yep, it's time for us to say goodbye. But before we say goodbye, we thought, you know what? Rob van Furen. You must say hello to me first. I have to say hello to you first. <laughs> I hi, mean, Michelle. Hi, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you sent our producers a message, no, can't possibly get up. And when I saw you yesterday, we were like, <laughs> you cornered me. You were like, eating your teeth, how dare you say yeah. no? And I was very clear that I didn't say no. I said, can we make it slightly later? <laughs> and here I am, Michelle. So, what I want to ask you, yes. very briefly, because okay, we do have to close in about three minutes. Okay, go. Is um, the new show that you're doing. Yes. Tell us about it. Namaste, babe. Blessings in kombucha. Um, it's a character that I made kind of on a whim by mistake on Instagram and it went completely viral all over the world. Uh, like millions of views. I had like Anderson Cooper following me and Josh Brolin who played Thanos yes. in uh, the Marvel movies share one of my reels which reached like nearly 2 million views. Wow. And I suddenly had this fan base all over the world. And I was like, well, now I have to write a show. And I have done. And the show is absolutely awesome. I've just come back from the UK. I did um, some shows in London and Wales. And it was absolutely phenomenally received. Um, So strange to go there and to see people who like have been waiting for me to get there. And you can see in their eyes, they're so excited that I'm there, which is absolutely amazing. And yeah, I've been, um, uh, I'm going to be touring it around for the next month or so. Uh, I just won an Ovation Award this morning. I bumped into Jolly someone at the, the coffee shop. Yeah. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, I'm going to be touring it. What does it mean to win an Ovation Award here at the, at the It's a Standard Bank Ovation. Standard Bank Ovation what, Award. I've yeah. forgotten the exact details of that. Um, I don't know. An award is just an someone award. going, hey, well done. We, we, we recognize you. you. Yeah. We see you. Yeah. And the recognition is fantastic. Yeah. So there'll be uh, an award ceremony tonight where all the Ovation Award winners will be. Um, Recognized and appreciated, so, and yeah, it's fantastic. So here's the thing, Rob. I like I um I think of you going way back when to like Corne and Twaki, and like there's a character. Now mm. you've got another character mm. that you've created, and then of course there's you as the master of ceremonies in the great big comedy show, which mm. we watched on Thursday night, which is playing two different games because the one is about as we were saying with conrad is about wearing a mask Mm. and freeing yourself through the mask Mm. and the other one is like just being yourself and freeing yourself through talk to us about that difference you know for me it's also more than that i also do a lot of theater and a lot of serious theater a lot of film Mm. acting and a lot of dramatic stuff as well so i really try to cover all the bases yeah but for me, it all comes back down to storytelling. Whatever I'm doing, I consider myself a storyteller at heart. So, mm. And I love exploring storytelling through different mediums, yeah. uh, through different uh, uh, skills. So, yeah, it all, it all kind of comes back to that route. Um, and I love performing. I love mm. being on stage. I love, I love, uh, yeah, I just love being a part of the mechanics of a story. Even if I'm directing, you know, to yeah. me it's, it comes back to, to the same impulse of, yeah. of sharing stories and how best do we get the story across. Which, which in many ways is what a festival like this is about. It's about the sharing of stories. Yeah. We, and we, you know, we have an ancient heritage of that on the, on this continent of storytelling. It feels. You said ancient heritage. I thought you were talking about how many times I've been to this. Oh, festival. that's also an ancient heritage. <laughs> so and I feel the same way. I, I mean, when I got you, I was like, "Do you know that you've been coming here, Michelle, for like over twenty years?" Yeah, the it's festival thirty-fourth like year or something crazy. Well, I'm sure mine's probably like that as well. It's crazy because the fiftieth year of the festival is next it's year. Next year, so we got to go big. 
Okay, well, we've so got to go big. Are we going to go big? We're absolutely going big. How are we going to do that? I don't know. We should do your radio show like you did it this morning where you invite absolutely everyone and at the must, festival. Yeah, they must all and just, just come and pop It's like a relay. In. Yeah. Wow, it's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Pass the baton. Pass the baton. Yeah, next year we're going to have to do something special. I don't know what it is, but yeah. um, I think everybody, everybody's got to come and celebrate the National Arts Festival. I to be around for 50 years um, is, is a huge achievement for the arts. For any human, let alone any festival. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And this, this festival is a cornerstone of arts and culture in South Africa, and it, it needs to be around for a long, another 50 years to come. Yeah. And we've got to support it in whatever way we can. How have you uh, enjoyed this festival? Uh, well, like I, like I said, I'm back for the 30-somethingth year. I can't stop. I tried to, like a couple of years ago. I was like, I've actually got to take a break. <laughs> and uh, I just, I, it, it's filled with too many memories. I have too, I have too much of a good time here. Yeah. It is where my career started, and it's where I always bring new work. Um, uh, uh, and I love seeing work here as well. <laughs> You know, it's it's for me. It's it's kind of a lifeline to the to the cultural kind mm. of bloodstream of the country, and and it's it's a joy to be a part of it, yeah. and it really is a part of my makeup. So, so it's interesting what you're saying, and I'm delighted to say that they've given me a few more minutes. Yes. So like, I, I, you see, I'm watching my my WhatsApps, and Indosh, our producer, and Joe, is like going, you know what? Just you can just roll this through. Just go. Rob is so great. Let no, him talk we love some more. Rob. We just love him. And Shane, he actually got out of bed. She, in fact, she wrote, to, oh, "Shame, the poor guy got out of bed." Just give, give him, him a few more give minutes. Him, give him a few more minutes and, and more than a coffee. Give him some time. <laughs> she didn't say that. <laughs> a whiskey. Yeah. What do you think is in this cup? <laughs> so, I, you know, one of the things I was talking to Greg Homan about was just about how what I love about the, the fraternity, the creative fraternity, is how you guys engage with one another, s- watch one another, support one another. Mm. I mean, you see it, you really see it strongly at DSG yeah. when you watch the jazz and yes, the young absolutely. guys coming in and watching each other. What is it that you get from each other? You know, aside from the 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 obvious kind of um, input into the work and, and uh, kind of getting getting a critical and informed response from your peers that you respect and and and, it, and doing the same for them, you know, mm. seeing the work and, and telling them what what you liked or perhaps mm. didn't like about it, or uh, there's that obvious thing. But I think really at the core of it is it's a sense of community. Um, and that's something that I always forget about. But whenever I'm back, I feel like I'm coming home to a family. And it's that sense of belonging. And, and like my first festival when I was in like Standard 8, a, a kid from Maritzburg College. Did you come to the school's festival? No. No, my mom came the year before and I'll never forget. She phoned She phoned us from a ticky box and she just watched uh, Johannes Kerkorl and the Gereformeerde Blues Band. She phoned you to say she just she watched... She just watched them. They were doing the Eat Kref album, which is uh, just yeah, like a classic. sublime classic. And I was like, okay, I've I got to go to that festival. So the next year I went and it felt like I was coming home. I felt like I'd found my tribe. And it has continued to feel like that throughout the years. So it is really a sense of community where the artists get together and we remind ourselves that we're not alone. Because mm. very often it does feel like you are you are struggling and very isolated out on is your own. Is it feeling there. lonely? It always does. You know, when you, you uh, the life of an artist can be very, very lonely, and it can be very, very tough. Yeah. And you can feel like you're in a bubble a lot of the time. But when you have a festival like this, where everyone comes together and we get to meet at the long table uh, uh, at night and mm. just not even talk about the work, just. Mm. 
just talk to each other as friends and family is yeah. um it, it's like a touchstone which which for my part keeps me a little bit sane yeah. i think yeah rob you are one of the very fortunate working comedians and working actors and continue to be so post covid um how challenging was that and to get back sure. into the flesh and that kind of it thing? It was crazy. Uh, what was interesting for me is with COVID is that I, when COVID happened and everything shut down, obviously there was the shock and the terror of what mm. am I going to do? But I also realized I was completely burnt out and I mm. did nothing for like two and a half weeks. I just slept. Only two and a half weeks? Just sleeping. And then for the rest, then it, and in that time, realizing, oh, I'm traumatized from <laughs> from, from everything. And yeah. I was like, the last thing I want to do is be on stage. So it actually, in, in many ways, it saved my life, I think. Uh, I mm. got to deal with my own, own mental health issues, um, my relationship issues. And that year gave me a, an opportunity to recalibrate everything. And what also happened, interestingly, is that I suddenly became more available to do film work, which I had always loved and wanted mm. to do more of. But because I'm so involved in live performance, uh, I, would, I was never available for film work. Yeah. And then that shut down and suddenly I was available. So I started getting more film work. And now, consequently, my film career has completely taken off. And I've also realized that it's a deep, deep love of mine. It's somewhere, somewhere where I'm very, very happy. So, so that was a, a kind of an a, a unexpected um, consequence yeah. and since then and have spending time resting i've you know got the energy back to perform live this create this uh, character came out of nowhere mm. and i'm loving being on stage again loving doing the festivals loving touring Oof. so in many ways as hard as it was and it was really really hard and i don't financially i'm not sure how i got through it to be honest um it, in many ways, it really actually saved me and, and mm. changed the course of my life for the better. It does talk to this idea of like having to give yourself a break and yeah. a breather. Yeah, before and you as artists, we don't allow ourselves that at yeah. all. We don't. We don't know how to say no, especially to Michelle Constant. <laughs> we, <laughs> <laughs> punished, punished. <laughs> yeah, and we don't know how to stop. Because mm. we never know where our next paycheck or job is coming from. So we just go, 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 go all the time. Yeah. And it literally took a global pandemic and a national lockdown for me to stop for the first time in, I don't know, 30 years. take a deep look. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was very, very helpful. And it's given me a new kind of lease on life and a big, big kind of injection of energy, which I'm super grateful for. Yeah. So, in closing, uh, where are you doing shows? Have you still got any shows? Yes. Yes, I've got t today I've got three shows. I've got one at 12, uh, two Namaste Bay shows, 12 and 6.30. Then I've got uh, my stand-up shows still standing sure. uh, at 4. Um, then there's the award ceremony tonight where we're going to be Have you got your suit? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, black tie, oh, yeah, penguin. Yeah, 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 the whole thing. <laughs> whole, I'm actually coming dressed as a penguin. That's, You're coming dressed as I a penguin. Oh, fantastic. Uh, and then this month I'm going to be uh, in Cape Town, uh, Cafe Rue and... Um, a dais in Hart Bay. I'm going to be at the Bioscope in Johannesburg. Great. I'm going to be Studio f something two in Sedgefield, 42 or 52. Oh, isn't that amazing that Sedgefield is now Sedgefield's developing this, this lovely like, little theatre yeah, and they're getting brilliant. artists in there. It's fantastic. Uh, and I th I'm sure there's one or two others I've forgotten. I'm probably doing a show in Pretoria at our mutual friend Misha Lurtz's house. Oh. Um, and uh, I can't 
couple of other things. And then I start um, rehearsals on a production of Damon Gulgut's uh, prize-winning novel, mm, The Promise. We were we talking done. about that earlier. Yeah, on the 7th of August, we go into, into rehearsals for that. So that's super exciting, and that takes me through to November. So it's, it's been an incredibly busy year. I've, I'm so grateful for every opportunity I've, I've had.